0: Hello.
1: Hello and welcome to TP's Music Talk podcast. My name is Ryan Ford
0: and
2: I'm Nick
1: Repplinger and you can find us at our website tpmusictalkpod.wordpress.com.
2: And you can also find us at anchor.fm tpmusictalkpodcast and other major podcasting platforms by searching for TP Music Talk Podcast.
1: You can find us on other social media as well, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and many others by searching for TP Music Talk Podcast or for TP Music Talk Pod on Twitter. Just look for our logo.
2: And you can also email us at tpmusictalkpodcast at gmail.com.
1: We also have shared playlists on Apple Music and Spotify that you can check out by searching TP's Music Talk Podcast as well.
2: And don't forget to click the link in the description and leave us a voice message on Anchor, and feel free to leave us a message or a review anywhere you're listening. It really helps us out, and don't forget, donations are always appreciated. You can find a link to donate in the description in any of our episodes. Of course, no
1: part of our show can be reproduced without permission or written consent, and wow, that is a long intro. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, All done with it now. Yeah. Well... Today, I think before we do anything, Nick and I need to address something that happened with our show somewhat recently. Well, I think
2: people could probably guess what it is.
1: Um, we may have changed our name. It used to be called That's something true. else that we, I don't even know if I can say it on the show anymore. We'll, so. we'll
2: probably get sued if we do. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it, it was really unfortunate. Uh, we talked, there was another podcast that actually had our name and, and was using the same
2: name for a while uh, before we were and so we were like okay well he's used it longer than we have so we'll just go ahead and yield it to him and so we came up with this name which is um it derives off of mine and ryan's middle names which is don't um, you know tyler paul you know ryan is tyler i'm paul and and so that's kind of where our name came from you know tp's music talk podcast
1: it's ours and nobody can take it from us because it's our middle names So uh, anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. We don't really want to get into everything that happened, but it was kind of an unfortunate turn of events. But, you know, we're rolling with it, and and we're going to go from here, and we're just going to stay strong. With that out of the way, let's introduce the the couple guests that we have today. They've both been on our show before, and I I said with Lacey just a week or two ago that we were going to have some familiar faces on the show. Uh, Nick do you want to introduce them
2: yeah so first we have on the show coming back is Joe Castler. say hi man hey what's up bro yeah we're happy to have you here and um, also we have McKay he is being our mm-hmm. you know, our tech guy for today We're this is our first time trying to do live streaming and all that stuff even with just any video at all so this is a new experience for us and we're happy to have both of you
0: guys on here. and um, But, Joe, go ahead and tell us what you've been doing since
2: the last time you were on the show with us.
0: Since the last time I was on the show, the last episode I was on, was that the... That was ah. probably when we did like the breakdown of um,
2: All-Star. Oh, my gosh, yeah, the All-Star. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, that was such a fun episode to do. Um, since then, I got married, and I uh, my wife and I have moved into this new home. And so I've been busy setting up my studio here and establishing work with clients here, and it's been a really great transition. Um, this new space is really awesome, and um, since then, I mean, work has been great. I'm now a certified uh, technology specialist, so the, I have my CTS uh, certification, and that uh, directly applies to audiovisual stuff, and which is what I love to do anyway as well as uh well sad news my my dog died yeah. so that that was really hard it was sad
1: for all of us i think honestly <laughs>
2: yeah. i mean i mean gunner was an awesome awesome dog i mean he was just such a sweet kind spirit always you know full of love and fun and you know i you know i got to live with joe for a little bit and so it was sad to see gunner go cuz i got to know him pretty well too and you know i know that was a hard time for you yeah
0: yeah that 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 was a really hard loss for sure but I mean we, we saw it coming from a mile away, the, the dude was struggling with his health issues. But yeah, you know, you can't help but miss uh miss your, your pets when they when they pass on.
2: Well that's because, you know, they're like family. At least oh, it yeah. is with me when when I lost my dog and I mean I wasn't even there when he passed. I was gone away at college and my dad called me up and you know, it was just you no know, it was hard. So I you know, Especially I when you
1: grow up with them, you know. Um, yeah, I mean
2: it's it's not just like, you know, you know losing, you know, like a trinket or something like you know, you lost someone. Right. Yeah. yeah I I tough. just
1: remember, sorry, always seeing Gunner underneath your desk, <laughs> like while you'd be working, he would just lay under your feet. Yeah, like he was, yeah. he was yeah. just the best, most chill dog. Yeah, we're gonna miss him.
0: Yeah. 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 R. I. P. Miss that guy. We had pizza just barely uh, before we did the podcast and so you know it's the yeah. poor guy used mm-hmm. to love pizza crusts <laughs> yeah yeah I would share them with if, him every if, now and then yeah yeah <laughs> if he was here he would have been begging for those pizza crusts but I mean aside from that I mean I'm, I'm starting to get into this whole video podcasting stuff and so this is kind of our, our little trial run of, of video podcasting and I just barely did a a test live stream with mckay as well so you know we're we're figuring out the kinks right now so i'm glad to be doing this with you guys be being part of this episode because i'm sure it benefits me just as much as um you know it's helping you guys out well and a
1: sincere thank you to you joe for having us in your new studio in your new home uh for setting all of this up helping us set it up and I mean, honestly, Joe has been there from the beginning when it comes to our uh, tech and equipment. Uh, He's always led me in the right direction when it has come to improving our audio and our sound. So sincere thank you there.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I love doing, man. So uh, just let me know whenever you guys want to do stuff like this, because I love it. Awesome.
1: Well, maybe we should get into what McKay has been up to. How are you doing, McKay? What have you been doing since the sixth episode?
3: Well, not much has changed in my life, except every single part of it. <laughs> yeah, you had yes. some
1: big changes, man.
3: Yeah, we had our cute little baby boy, little baby Charlie. Um, he's the cutest thing I've ever seen.
1: He is very cute. Got the chance to see him for the first time just right around Halloween. And, yeah, he's a cute little baby.
2: Man, man. Yeah, and if you guys know where to see him, it's like looking in, like, if you were to, <laughs> like, like so when McKay through a time hole, you know, hold, you know you're, you're looking at McKay right there when you look at his baby. Oh it's, yeah, it's almost identical. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: He oh, looks, man. he looks like my baby pictures, yeah. <laughs>
2: and yeah. then
3: he looks like my dad's baby pictures. Like- well, and
1: like he's very, uh, I, I don't know. It seems like he always had to have something going on in front of him, otherwise he would like start crying.
2: Um, like oh I yeah, know. of course it was pretty late when we saw him, but yeah yeah <laughs> so no I sure
1: he was ready to
2: go down, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I just feel yeah. like mcKay is is similar he McKay's one of those people that just always has to be working on something, always has to have his attention on something, so yeah yep, that, that
3: way. is just like his dad,
1: but uh yeah, what else is going on with you, McKay? are you still uh super huge into EDM?
3: Yes, sadly,
2: <laughs> I am still <laughs> very much
3: into EDM. Sorry guys, we're just also looking for that battery. Yeah,
0: why don't you guys talk to each
2: other? Okay. Well we'll come back to McKay. We'll let him talk a little bit some more and you know, especially Sorry. about Iron Grave stuff. I'm sure you want to get a shout out to the yes. two and I, that's oh, yeah. that's
3: what I'm saving all my energy to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, we'll
2: we'll come back to, to McKay. But you know, so today Thanks. I guess we'll we'll kinda just introduce what we're gonna do tonight. Um um we've got this huge, big, huge get up and we're excited to try all this out and so we came up with the idea of we're gonna each um, pick a song that we feel is super underrated that we want to put in the spotlight and talk about it, and we'll we'll listen and see everybody else's reactions and just, you no, know, just kind of you know pick it apart like we did with Smash Mouse All Star.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we thought it would be fun to do like a reaction video on a live stream and then also do a reaction episode on a podcast. So it's gonna work a little differently depending on how you're viewing it or listening to it. If you're listening to it, obviously we can't play those songs on a podcast. there will be, you know, copyright laws and things. So what we'll do is you'll hear a little beeping sound before each track begins. And then we'll come back after we listen to it and let you know what we thought about it and kind of give you a summary. And we're also going to put the links in the description of the episode so that you can go and watch along with us. If anyone is listening to our, I think it's our 11th episode with John Castler. Um, it was very much the same. We watched a lot of YouTube videos, and then uh, we yeah, had- that we
2: we we sent them over to the links and everything. So you can should be able to find everything. You know, you can either pause this, or if you're not, if you're hearing it, you know, on the podcasts where the, you can't hear the the music, you can just you know, go over there, listen to it, and then come back to the episode. And- yeah, and
1: honestly, like you don't even have to do that. Like we're hoping we can be. Uh, or maybe you've heard the song before, and we're just going to try and entertain you and give you a summary of what we think of these three songs. Uh, We've each picked a song, and uh, if you're watching on the live stream, you'll be able to watch in real time with us and get uh, you know, kind of a a reaction as we watch it. So yeah, it should be kind of a fun little thing, and depending on how you're listening... It'll, it'll be a little different. So we just wanted to let you know out the gate what was going on there. Um, and hopefully it makes sense to everybody. We're going to try and uh, make yeah, it as, as any, Anybody who's
2: watching this, if something doesn't make any sense, if you decide to listen from you know, different platforms and want to tell us you know, what worked and didn't work, we would love to hear it. You know, you know, we talked about all of our links where you can contact us. We would love to hear from you guys what worked and how we can kind co- improve in the future.
1: Yeah, because this is all just kind of a, a test run. So anyway, I, it sounds like we've got everything... Uh, We're all good to go. Good to roll. We're
0: we're finally all situated. Hopefully no more technical difficulties from this point. We got it fixed.
3: (laughs) We're good.
4: Woo. Excellent. All right.
3: Well,
1: uh, anyway, I think we were talking to McKay, just kind of catching up with him a little bit. Uh, We heard about his baby. Uh, He's still huge into EDM, and we definitely need to get him back on the show. And I'm going to circle back to Joe for just a minute because I know you've been up to some things, uh, some projects with other artists. And I just wanted to give you a chance to kind of talk about that because, uh, yeah, just get get your voice out there, tell people what you're doing and what you've been a part of.
0: So, yeah, some projects that I've been working on lately, heavily on, let's see, obviously there's private school boys, Jordan. They're pretty hard at work with their music. I've got another guy. Uh, his name is Garrett, and uh, he's he's been part of bands, and he's he's heavily in the... Uh, the 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 punk and the the emo uh culture back when he was in bands and so he's uh but it's been a while since he's he's been able to to get his music out and so he was actually my uh, real estate agent so um oh, nice yeah yeah <laughs> so we we got talking about guitars because it's funny enough there a house that we were looking at there was a, a guitar magazine and I, uh, I identified the, the guitar on there, and he was like, oh, you play guitar? And, yeah, And go, so we got yeah. talking guitars and bands and stuff. And so, yeah, I've been recording with him, and he's got some really awesome stuff. He's a really talented songwriter as well. And then, you know, just some other stuff here and there. Uh, recorded with your sister, and your mom came over. Um, your sister did awesome with her recording, uh, with some karaoke uh, recording. So that was pretty awesome. She loved it.
1: She had an amazing time, and uh, I think even her vocal coach came and was kind of supervising. And now her vocal coach is uh, wanting to work with Joe as well. So
0: well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, the-
2: <laughs> well, I just think that's a testament just how good your, you know, your studio is here at the Vibe. So. Well,
0: yeah, I think that the, the the epiphany that I've had lately is that there, there there seems to be this divide between doing things by yourself at home where you have to invest in the gear and learn everything and, um, and then like going to a, a full on huge studio where you're paying thousands of dollars a day right. to, to record there. And so, um, I, I uh, the, there's a lot of other guys out me, uh, uh, like me out there, um, who's kind of being that happy medium between people doing it by themselves at home, uh, and and, and and you know and, and the the professional studios where you could just come to uh, these these home studios and um, they'll they'll charge you less and um, but you could still get really great results um, from these studios and so so yeah yeah I'm really happy doing this I'm really happy being that. kind of middleman for for the little guys and helping them get going and helping them get to bigger and better things I suppose you could say and and so yeah and I'm I'm learning every single day I'm learning all the time when I'm with them and and this is just a lot of fun doing this stuff so yeah so yeah
1: well and we definitely encourage our listeners to check out the vibe music studio
0: oh yeah I got one more one more uh artist uh obviously uh Josh uh, who's uh, Josh McColeff? Who's part of Blix Ten? He's he's releasing his his singles as well. Uh, he's doing a really awesome job as well. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to think of no. all these other artists that, that's that, why you that are that's oh, yeah, why that's why we wanted to give you the so chance because you got so many clients I've, going on. I feel you're, you're bad if man. I if I leave anybody out. You know, uh, I'm I'm pretty wired because it's been a long day.
1: <laughs> no, <you're> fine, <laughs> man. Take this time to just chill. Yeah, yeah
0: just relax. to chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, chilling. for sure. And one thing that I started doing is actually giving lessons, uh, giving uh, tech lessons to people. Yeah. And so, like for instance, um, I have a client uh, from California who I teach, and uh, we're just going over the basics of recording and making videos from home, and the the equipment that you need, how to work it all, the, and good rules of thumb. So you know, I, I I'm starting to think that. Giving lessons like this, giving tech lessons because, uh, is going to be just as uh, fundamental or popular as like guitar lessons or piano lessons or something like that. Because you got all these kids who are inspired to just uh, make music from home yeah. um, of, of all different ages. And so having uh, someone to actually teach you how to work this equipment and how to do it yourself, I think is is going to be very marketable right now and uh, especially in the future so
2: yeah i believe it i mean it's just like it's going to be the the future you know piano and guitar lessons you know because like all the great you know musicians they had to start somewhere and i and just gear is just it evolves so fast it changes so fast and you can get all these great things where you can do things you know at home you don't have to have a student it's like it's how we're able to do this right now in your home
0: yeah yeah
2: And with everything becoming, you know, know, digital, you know, it's going to keep changing and growing. And who knows, maybe going to the studio might be a thing of the past.
1: And I feel like, you know, people are getting access to all these different tools. You know, like you get a a brand new Apple laptop and you have access to GarageBand. You've got iMovie. You've got these very powerful tools, um, whether you buy, you know, an Apple laptop or, or whatever. But not, sorry, not a lot of people know how to use them. And so I think... That's another big reason why having those lessons uh, will, it'll just keep getting bigger and bigger with, with people, you know, teaching that kind of stuff. And so the fact that you're kind of already doing that and doing all of these uh, projects with people in your studio, like, yeah, we just wanted to hand it over to you and give you a second to talk about all of it because you're involved in a lot right now, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Life's pretty busy and it's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But yeah, um, let's also let's let's throw it back to McKay. You know, he got was in a little bit of stuff, but I know you got a few more things you gotta want to talk about. So let's throw it back to you, man.
3: Oh, I could talk for years. <laughs> so, we all could. We all killed. But the so, new baby, man. Yeah, I like being in this little producer's spot where I'm not supposed to talk, because then I talk the appropriate amount.
0: <laughs> I love that spot, man. I'm honestly jealous of you.
3: Yeah. It's pretty comfy, and I could change cameras and stuff. It's pretty cool. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. He's got so yeah. much really nice. power right now. <laughs> he's, yeah. got he's, power. he's got all the power. I could mute anyone. You <laughs> no like, no idea. Oh, Ryan's been someone's... for five minutes now. Let's
0: just... <laughs> if someone talks over you, just mute them. <laughs> Jack, you've had enough of this. Anyways, back to me. <laughs>
4: no, just
3: kidding. Yeah, my life's just been really consumed by that little one I really underestimated how much a baby would change your life and (laughs) I remember telling friends like yeah give it like a month or two and then I should be back to like kind of (laughs) normal it has only gotten worse (laughs) and you just learn how far it can go you learn how far yourself can go you learn a lot about yourself which is good but then you learn that Oh, that's why some people want to throw their babies away.
4: (laughs) I know what you mean. I'm not saying uh, I would do it.
3: You see that thought creep in and you're like, oh, someone acted on that thought.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds
1: like it's been a roller coaster. Lots of ups and downs. I keep asking McKay for tips because my wife is having a baby in uh, January. We're we're expecting it. He still hasn't really – he's just – he told me to buckle up and hang on (laughs) for
3: the ride.
2: Just hold on, bro. (laughs) I mean, if there's anything, I mean, at least you can just hold on to that. So.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, if I can give some actual good tips or a a good tip, it would just be it's going to be hard. Just know that you can do it. Yeah.
1: Well, and I'll definitely uh, look to you for support. Like, you know, if I start getting super stressed, uh, maybe we can kind of like – Oh, I know what you're going through, man. Like, we, you got this. Well, actually, your baby
3: sounds healthy because this happened to <laughs> mine. <laughs> oh, green poop?
4: Totally yeah. normal. Because that's another
3: thing. You don't know what's healthy or not. You don't know what's good or not or normal even. Right. So, so my wife was always on TikTok seeing like, oh, their baby does this too. So, okay. It's not crazy that he's, you know, like. Oh, the, my mind just got flooded by all the hundreds of things he <laughs> does. And it's like, PTSD, <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, uh, got shell-shocked right there. Ooh. Oh, boy. Well, well,
1: we'll let McKay just settle down for a minute. Um, <laughs> nope. But I actually wanted to turn it over to you for a second, Nick, because you've been gone for a little while, actually. Well, I
2: have been, but it's it's more just, you know, you know for us to get together. It's just scheduling conflicts. I mean, I'm... I work at Walgreens, and so and I'm in management, and so I'm technically in the retail side, and so my schedule is just sporadic. You know, I don't have weekends off consistently or anything like that. So I mean, I have just been gone, and then you know, my wife and I we celebrated our our first wedding anniversary just um well technically was in in July, but we went on our a first covid free you know um, honeymoon <laughs> yeah yeah uh, in yeah. august and, you know we, we went to california and you know she really <laughs> wanted to go to disneyland and so we had a lot of fun there and, and um, then just this last month at the beginning of october you know my family was finally able to fly over from germany and you know, we were able to you know celebrate a bit of that with them there too so, like i hadn't seen my mom before you know the whole pandemic started i hadn't seen my brother in four years my sister was supposed to come, but you know complications happened and she wasn't able to board the plane. So I was a little bummed about that, but you know, just you know, lots of other things. And then, um, yeah, we just got other things coming up, but I won't talk about those uh, on the oh, podcast.
1: Yeah. Though, so. Yeah. We, I mean, you don't have to tell us everything, <laughs> but, but no, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, you've, you've been really busy, man. And I mean, me and my wife, we've been in the process of, of moving. We're building a new home as well. Like we, we've all just been so busy with, uh, so many things and, um, so yeah, just kind of wanted to pass the mic around and so to speak, and you know, let it that way. Everybody knows where we've been and what we're doing uh, before we get started. So anyway, like we were kind of uh, referencing before, we're gonna do a reaction video slash podcast today, where each one of us is going to pick a song that we feel is very underrated, and we're going to listen to it and react. So I think if, if there's nothing else that we want to talk about, no other housekeeping or updates, th- then yeah, let's just get into it.
2: All, All right. right, awesome. Well, we'll have our guests go first. So Joe, you're up. So. All right.
0: So the song that I chose is a it's a song called uh, Internet Killed the Rockstar by Mod Sun. Now, uh, some, some, some of you guys may know, Mod Sun, I mean, he's been around for a little while, actually, and he's been uh, going between a few different genres. But recently with this whole like pop punk revolution going on with uh, MGK and Travis Barker and those guys, Mod Sun's also kind of come back with uh, some pop punk. And this album, the album is also called Internet Killed the Rockstar. So this is actually the, the album title song, but I feel like this song actually doesn't get quite as much attention to some of his other songs, which, I mean, is is definitely not something that's uh, hard to grasp, because his other songs feature Avril Lavigne, who's actually his significant other right now, by the way. Oh, I didn't uh, know I that. I
2: had no idea,
4: yeah. That's yeah. kind of
0: cool to learn. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And uh, But I really love this particular song, because, I mean, it's actually mostly acoustic. It's like acoustic, vocal, and... It gives a very nostalgic feeling. It it just takes you back, but in a way that's much more retrospective. It's kind of from the point of view of where you are right now, like looking back um, at your life kind of thing. And the the lyrics are really, really great. I love the lyrics, love the feel of the song, just love everything. So I'd love to show you guys and see what you guys uh, think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sounds great, man. Um, I'm all for the nostalgia. So.
0: (laughs) All right, so you guys ready? We get all right. Here we go. Hey, I'll tell you guys the lyrics of that chorus because I just love the chorus lyrics so much. So the the chorus lyrics goes like: Your scene is overrated. I know you'll find a replacement for me. You're so in over your head. Remember me just like this was the last thing I said. Uh, I'm blanking out on the lyrics now. Uh, I know what it's like to be hated from a city where nobody else feels like me. I had the whole world in my head remember me just like this was the last thing I said. He, he says this line twice, remember me just like this was the last thing I said, and I didn't quite know what he meant by that until I saw this little vlog that he did where he was opening up about his uh, drug rehab. Uh, he was heavily into s- certain harmful drugs, and um, he, he explained his, his recovery story. It was super, super inspiring, but at the end of the, the vlog... He, like, did this pose in front of the camera. He was like, remember me like this, guys? You know, where he does, like, the peace sign and yeah, smiles okay. really big. I remember you sending me
1: that, and and I watched a good chunk of it, I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. And, and so he did that, and that just brought in a whole new dimension to this song because, you know, he brought those specific lyrics, which I'm guessing must be some sort of catchphrase of his in his life, just kind of this... You know, remember me like this, guys. Remember me happy. Remember me smiling, and you know, being cheerful, kind of thing. So, um, I think that that's uh, that's really cool there. But um, the the song, I mean, it, so far he's he's essentially just kind of talking about how, I suppose maybe his experience in in the music industry, um, because he he's gotten a lot of rejection uh, in the past, and uh, recently he's gotten a lot of success. And so it's just kind of this whole thing where he's, he's reflecting on how uh, people are saying yeah, your scene is overrated. Or maybe he's saying that to the mu- music industry. Just, you know, y'all are just overrated. You're, you know, I'm, I'm just as disposable as the next guy. You know, internet killed all of us rock stars. But, you know, I, I want you to rem- remember me like this kind of thing.
2: I like that. It's kind of poetic, especially in the sense the title's kind of based off it's kind of like a twist off, you know, no video kill the radio star. Yeah, and stuff,
0: so. yeah, I remember you you sending me that that mm-hmm. um, that song. So yeah, definitely the same same lines for sure.
1: Well, and um, the lyrics, you know, everything with you is just such a phase, such a phase. On the computer, you just type away, type away. I, I don't know. I can really relate to that. Like, um, just yeah, the retrospective lyrics are really cool and and kind of taking a look back at history and uh you know where the scene was then and where it is now like I don't know I'm really enjoying it so far
0: yeah well here we'll keep going here (laughs) (laughs) so that's I and you know there's nothing after that it was like the song ends and you're just kind of like what (laughs) yeah it's over like it leaves you wanting more for sure
1: yeah, absolutely. I I feel like the song was um really good in its length, the build up at the end, like it was very well constructed. Oh, it was it's very
2: captivating because you know he just starts so very simplistic at the beginning, you know, he's not even belting it in the first verse and then you know he gets the higher vocals when he gets the chorus and he stays there and then the whole band coming in at the end and then just boom. You know you hear like the dial up sound at the end. It's yeah. like was like I wanted more, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's got this excellent build up and then you just boom.
0: Yeah and, yeah, and and it's just over. And I don't know, maybe that's the exact effect that he wanted in the song.
4: Yeah. It, it yeah. just kind
0: of died right there.
1: Well, and then the, uh, is it the dial-up sounds at the end? Is that what that uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's dial-up, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is so, like, nostalgic in itself, and, and the way it just <laughs> yeah. cuts off and you hear that dial-up tone, like, and, and you, yeah, it just leaves you wanting more. Like, it's almost like... Uh, you're on the phone with somebody, and then somebody, you know, tries to use the internet, and you like get kicked off the phone, or like, yeah. I don't know, yeah, just, it's
2: al- it's almost ironic, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, I love these uh sound effects that McKay's giving. <laughs> yeah, we,
1: we got a new mixer with a soundboard, and <laughs>
4: it's, it's pretty fun, it's
0: good, it's great, but uh, yeah, no, that for some reason, this song has just really been like sticking out to me in my life and and you know I even get emotional sometimes when when I listen to it don't exactly know why and I think that there's something kind of profound in that is that sometimes there's music that you listen to that just yeah. elicits strong emotion out of you and you don't even know why yeah it just like, it
2: just hits you like a brick wall yeah I know what you mean yeah so. yeah
0: like e- even even though like maybe the message of the song is entirely different from what you you uh, you interpret it like just some catchphrases or even like the melodies or just whatever is really like resonating with whatever's going on in your life. And I I think that that's what's going on with me with this song. Yeah. I mean, what more can you say? Like
1: it's, I think it's a great song. It's got um, really deep lyrics that are really fun to just analyze and pick apart. Uh, It's constructed very well. And yeah, I've really been getting into Mod Sun lately. He just seems like an interesting figure in the music world, and I can't wait to see more from him.
0: He's a very interesting figure. Like, uh, there's uh, w- when you saw him talking in that uh, vlog. There's just something about his his persona. It's like, you know, like he might he, he doesn't come off necessarily as as the sharpest tool in the shed necessarily, but yeah, he has this energy, this this kind of life about him. I mean, and I suppose more especially now that he's sobered up quite a bit, but you know, when 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 people go through that kind of rehab, there there's an added life and characteristic to them that I really really admire and that I really see in him. And yeah, he's just got super great energy, and uh, I really love what he's doing with his music. So,
1: yeah, that vlog um, it was really fun to watch and like to hear about his uh, struggle with addiction and and drug use and how he's kind of you know pulled himself out of that despite being deeply entrenched in it for a, a while yeah um, well that like, can also
2: make sense that that's why he probably says you no know, remember me like this you know because you know he doesn't want you to remember I was before and if anything happens in the past, in the future anything he's yeah. like, like remember me how I am now I'm in a great spot well yeah. you know, yeah.
0: and I think another way that it sticks out to me is that he's actually literally about the same age as my older sister would have been and so you know sometimes I look back on you know how do I remember her And, you know, when when I saw him, you know, do that, it's like, you know, I I don't know. In a way, it's sort of like my sister was telling me that. So I think that that really stuck out to me as well. So, well, and um, family and, and, you know, um,
1: stuff that you've been through can definitely, you know, that kind of you, you connected with that song because of that maybe a little bit and that just makes it all the more powerful. Like, that's yeah. what Nick and I love Yeah, I mean, I mean that's music. the great
2: thing about music. It's like, you can, you know, an artist can write something about a specific something, but, you know, I love it when artists say, you know, I wrote it about this, but if it means something else to you, you know, great, then that's what I want it to mean. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to have one definition either.
1: Well, and I, I feel like Nick and I, it's almost like we're beating a dead horse. Every episode, we're like, yeah, that's, that's what we like about music. We're trying to... F- Define and and tell you like that thing about music that just can't be quantified when it comes to emotion and and feeling. I don't
4: know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's just, if the
2: song has meaning to you and it's you know serious rather than you know, you know just trying to distort a song just because you don't like it. You no, know, but if it actually has meaning and feeling for you, you know, that's awesome. You know, I love that. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a great pick, Joe. Um, great starter.
0: Let's let's do your song now.
1: All right, let's do it. And I'm actually gonna, yeah, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit beforehand because a bit of a story behind it as far as my life. Um,
0: (laughs) So get into your story, Ryan. All
1: right, it's gonna be magical. We are about to enter the
0: psyche of Ryan.
1: I'll I'll lay down on the couch now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, come on. Um, No. so the song I chose is Linkin Park, Lost in the Echo. Um,
2: a surprise there, right? Yeah. I, I know.
1: Everybody out there is like, oh, my god!" Lincoln
0: Linkin Park song from Ryan. He's talking about
1: Linkin Park again. Haven't we spent like three hours talking about Linkin Park? Oh, 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 to,
2: to give you a little bit of credit, Ryan, I actually have never heard this song, so I'm interested to hear it. So,
1: Well, yeah, um, and that's the beauty of it, I think, is this particular song, it's from a ver- well, one of their better-known albums, it's from a huge band, you know. I, I I don't feel like they've been as popular lately, but that's because of Chester Bennington's tragic passing and they're not really making music anymore. Anyway, so with this album, uh, Lost in the Echo is actually the first track on it. And if you go onto YouTube and you look through the comments, you'll actually see, like, One in 10 comments on YouTube, it says, uh, this song is so underrated. Like, I can't believe I had never heard this before. Yeah. And so I just thought it was a good choice for this. Um, I feel like it's underrated too. And the album came out in 2012.
0: This was the album that had Burn It Down, right? Yes. yeah. That that was the song that was all over the radio and stuff. And it was all right. But uh, I also heard this song and I was like, this is way better. This is a really great song.
2: I always thought so, too. It, it felt Well, no, more... I'm really excited to hear it, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 2012, I was gone in Chicago for my, you know, religious mission, so I, I that's probably why I missed it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and
1: um, anyway, I just always thought it was a great track, and it kind of paid homage to the sound that they used to have back in, like, the early 2000s a little bit. Right. I feel. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the iconic
2: Lincoln Park, yeah. Um, so.
1: but, but the reason it means a lot to me personally is – So my dad passed away uh, the year after I graduated high school, and I don't know why, but after he passed away and, you know, while I was kind of grieving and mourning, I would always come back to this song and I would just listen to it over and over. And it just really helped me through the grieving process because I think that the song is kind of about death um, and about missing people. At least it can be interpreted that way. I mean, you can interpret a song many ways. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm going to pull it up here.
0: Yeah, I got it. I got it already here. So I'm just going to press play. You guys ready?
2: Oh, let's do it. All
4: right, here we go.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to get into the lyrics a little bit. For for me, it's the chorus that hits me the hardest just because it's, you know, Chester Bennington. And I feel like it's really well written. You know, it says, And these promises broken deep below. Each word gets lost in the echo. So one last lie I can see through this time I finally let you let you go. And for me, it was just those last couple lines, you know, so one last lie I can see through this time I finally let you go. It's almost like he's trying to say like, you know, one more lie that I can that yeah, that I can see through is is, you know, I, I'm not really over it, but I'm gonna do my best to just let you go, move on. what do you what do you think the lie is that he's talking about? I don't know what Chester Bennington was talking about specifically. I mean, for me, I related to it because I would always think about my dad. And I would, you know, like, because there's no way that I'll ever be over my dad passing away. Like, I just, I I won't. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, nobody else. Yeah, yeah, understandable, yeah. Yeah, with any death. And so, yeah, uh, for me, it's just very cathartic. But, but, yeah, I have wondered, you know, what... Chester Bennington was thinking about like, did they really mean this song? I, I mean, from the music video and from everything you hear, it does seem to be about death and and trying to let loved ones go. and but I think it has lots of interpretations. and Mike Shinoda's rap on it is very full of, uh, you know determination and, you know, uh, test my will, test my heart. Let me tell you how the odds gonna stack up. y'all go hard, I go smart.
0: I don't know. He just seems very like, I'm gonna get through this. Yeah, you know? one thing that I'll say about late Lincoln Park is, I mean, the the the, the early stuff that was all very uh, angsty, you know, a very very angsty mu- uh, music that particularly appealed to, to teenagers. Um, but as they grew up, their their lyrics and their music grew up with them. You know, yeah. they expanded their their musicality, but I think that their lyrics were also like. They to me their lyrics didn't get like lighter necessarily. I think that in a way they got darker even like the lyrics because they 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 start exploring all of these deeper feelings that that they're feeling uh, later in their life. And obviously now that you're listening to um, the the latest Lincoln Park music, you know Chester's must have been going through a really hard time because obviously later on he ended his life and. And so you can't help but wonder, like, wh- what kind of weight do these lyrics have? Like, what kind of meaning did did they have in Chester um, with whatever lyrics he wrote? And so, I don't know. That that's kind of what I wonder every time that I listen to to Lincoln Park's latest music.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I think that, like, yeah, he was going through something, and he just poured it all into the mic. You know, he always
0: did, man. Like, always did. Like you could hear it in his screams. Like he, it's all just emotion, just raw emotion coming out. Yeah. Well, let's get back into this. I love the duality that was going on there. There's there was the, the, where the clean goes, and then the the scream goes. I loved the the duality and the back and forth that was going on at the end there. Yeah, I think it's a good example,
1: like musically, of how to construct a good new metal song. Like you've, you've got all the aspects you've, you've got the cleans, you've got the screams, you've got the uh, hip hop, you've got the, um, the scratching and the kind of hip hop
0: style beats. Um, You got the
2: guitar, you know, raging in the back too.
1: Yeah. Like it's, it's got everything that, that is in those songs that I grew up with.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's what drew me to the song is that it was very reminiscent of the old Lincoln Park, but in a, like a grown up modern kind of way. Yeah, more mature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So really great song, really great choice. I I do think it's an underrated. Uh, yeah, Lincoln I mean, Hart I
2: song. never even heard it until now, and I, I, I want to listen to this some more. I mean, that sounded awesome. Because I mean, I'm I'm more of a big fan of the older Lincoln Park than I am newer Lincoln Park. But that, you know, just like Joe said, it it really is reminiscent of, you know, the the 2000s. You know, when I first discovered them. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: All right, well, Nick, I want to hear your song. Yeah, All right, let's well, get into well, you
2: it. guys seem to have, like, you know, these, you know, emotional connections with your <laughs> songs, and, but I don't feel like this one has, you know, much connection to myself, but... um um this is that's, um
0: that's totally okay yeah i, I love just talking yeah music i mean I have, I have
2: things to say about this it's just i wouldn't say you know an emotional connection well, it
1: might be um, nice to talk about something a little lighter
2: yeah
0: for <laughs> sure <laughs> so, let's not get too deep with this yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I, mean, I mean you could take it, it deep uh, Um, i'll just start from the beginning so you know you know i'm a huge green day fan you know and this is viva gloria from 21st century breakdown and um 21st century breakdown was, was the very first physical album i ever bought mm. uh, so you know it's like some people and you know, all they say you no know, Know, Thriller from Michael Jackson was the first album or you know, you no know, or Boston or whatever, you know. They had you know the first time they bought a vi- a vinyl, uh, you know, uh, a tape or uh, a CD. And so this one w- was for me, you know, I remember coming out and being so excited for it. And I saved up the money and I walked all the way to FYE, which was probably at least 2 to 3 miles away from my house. <laughs> but I was oh, like man. I wanted to start, my, you know, my own, you know, CD collection yeah and so this was the crazy. beginning of it for me and this album you know was did very successful actually was more successful than american idiot
0: oh really
1: i didn't know that i thought american idiot no was american kind of idiot was... wasn't huge
2: but it, uh, but when this one came yeah. out it it surpassed american uh, american idiot uh-huh. uh, but but 21st century breakdown it's a rock opera just like american idiot you know it reached number one on the hot 200 you know albums and whatnot yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of, of like you know great singles on here You know, they have um. Um, 21 Guns, um, Knowing Your Enemy, um, East Jesus Nowhere, you know, there's just a whole plethora of amazing songs on here, yeah. but one that I feel like is just so underrated um, is Viva La Gloria, Yeah. and um,
0: basically, well, let's go ahead and just go, go ahead and listen, and we'll talk about yeah, yeah. the I, I, I haven't yeah. I don't think I've heard this one, so this will be a, a real reaction for me, so.
1: Yeah, for me, it's definitely been a long time. I'm excited to listen, so.
0: Okay. Also, uh, can't remember, were we going to do the Iron Grave stuff ad right now or or after this reaction? or? Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah let's, actually, uh, let's
2: jump into that. Just yeah. We'll take
0: a quick break, you know, and we'll, then we'll jump into the song. We now interrupt this program for a commercial. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. No no.
0: yeah, that's all good. You could even have the music playing in the background while we're talking. But um, <laughs> anyways, this is a really sweet board. Like, I feel like you don't even need grip tape for this. Have you ever tried these boards, McKay? Like, do they even need grip tape? Or, like, do these engravings, like?
3: I have ridden that one down the canyon.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. And how does it handle?
3: I mean, it's a little scary if it's wet. But if Uh, it's not wet, then it really worked pretty great.
1: For people listening, uh, Joe is currently holding up a longboard that was made uh, by the people of Iron Grave stuff. And it's got this really cool design that's been laser engraved into it. Um, and it's really grippy. And yeah, like you probably wouldn't even need grip tape or anything.
2: Or you could even just take, you, know, um, you can get like grip tape sand and you yeah. put glue and then you put the sand on like, like a bamboo
0: board. Right. That's it's cool. certainly not a design that you would want to like overlay with a, a black grip tape or anything like that because yeah. this is just really pretty. Yeah, it's too pretty to just cover. <laughs> How long did this take you, McKay? um probably two hours per side two hours wow so in four hours you could have your longboard engraved if you want and
2: then then how much do you charge for someone if someone's interested in reaching out to you how much would
0: you charge them
3: (sighs) it's it's hard to say i can charge anywhere from 50 bucks to 250 so
0: yeah well get your quote well, yeah,
3: and honestly,
1: quote. as far as laser, uh, laser engraving goes, I feel like that's pretty reasonable. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, spend all my time surfing the web looking at laser engraving websites and things, but I mean, fifty dollars to have your board look like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah plus, it's if really you
2: cool. if you just get a regular deck, you know, just out at, at a regular shop or whatever, you know, you're you're going to be spending more than fifty bucks.
3: Well, yeah, I feel like no one can truly afford laser things because if I put. An hourly rate on this, hourly rate on that, add it all up, then it's suddenly $200 right. plus for a, a long board. So, I don't know. It Pricing is one still one of the hardest things to figure out because you don't want to charge too little because then they think it's cheap. And you don't want to charge too much because then nobody shows up.
4: Yeah. So. Well,
0: McKay is always super great with with his pricing and with uh, the quality that he does. I'm always super uh, just surprised whenever I go into his his awesome shop, and you know he's got his laser engraving machine, and he's got all of these things that he's laser, laser engraved, and they're not even. Some of them aren't even like two-dimensional engravings. They're like things that actually turn into three-dimensional things, like the card holder, I think, was one thing that oh, you yeah. showed. Yeah. It was really cool.
3: Some some cool builds that I can make if I design yeah. it right, and then other designs that I can buy. So other people do all the thought work, and then I just <laughs> cut it out with my laser. Well, and Those are nice
1: too. There's no limits. Like uh, I don't know, uh, McKay. Uh, we've talked about all this stuff on the show. At oh yeah, point, plenty of times. Yeah. You know, McKay's made a, a laser engraved tie. He's made business cards for us. He's made a wireless charger for us. He's engraved my wife's water bottle, and she loves it to death. And
2: still,
4: <laughs> and my and it my all time
2: favorite is still your face on a tortilla. So. <laughs> yeah.
4: like, I don't oh, know, that's so great! That love expect. It. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All
3: great stuff that we can engrave. That's why I engrave stuff. Get it? Uh,
0: you guys got any more things to show off?
3: Gosh, I had some business cards. If we can get to
1: uh, my bag there. Well, oh, is
0: it the orange bag? Yeah, yeah.
1: but uh, you know they're a little yeah. old. But uh, yeah,
3: like yeah.
0: But just I made, to show off, I
1: made
3: a bunch. I don't know where they're at. Ooh, there are drugs in here, sir. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, there's McKay, not. Okay, you weren't supposed <laughs> to. <that>. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, anyway, yeah,
1: it's just incredible um, what his laser engraver is able to do. Thanks. Especially
0: like given the size, you know, that gives you a good idea of how big of yep. uh, things he can engrave. Yeah.
1: Very large laser. Very, very nice. And and you can engrave, uh, what, wood, metal, uh, tortillas? <laughs> <laughs>
3: wood, glass, cork. Metal's a tricky one. You can't really etch metal. But, oh, okay. But we can... If it, it has, like, a coating on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if it has some sort of coating on it, you can etch the coating yeah. off the metal.
3: Yeah, I hate having to explain that because then it confuses people. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, it can, it can't. Well, it it does what it wants. Right. Huh?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, right now, well, actually, we've, we've kind of had this since the beginning of our show. But it, if you go to uh, McKay's website, I Engrave Stuff, which I encourage you to, um, and you find something that you like. Uh, if you type in t p ten in the promo code, yeah promo code box, uh, that's T is in Tyler, P is in Paul, ten <laughs> in the promo code box, uh, you can get ten percent off. Uh, it's a gift from us to you. thanks yeah. to McKay.
4: Yeah.
0: Awesome. its
2: my treat. Yeah, and it's perfect time the holidays are coming up again so you know it's a great way to get a gift for your loved ones and i promise they're gonna love it
0: i've gotten gifts
2: for my wife from mccain she absolutely loves them she hangs them on the wall and she just loves them to death
3: yeah we're getting a bunch of orders for rolling pins and lazy susans so nice Come well, there you place go. your order now so you don't have to wait too long. And he
1: does <laughs> giveaways all the time. Um, in fact, I was going to be part of a giveaway with him a while ago. We still need to get on that. We do. Um, yes. But yeah, there's just stuff going on over there all the time. Look him up. I engrave stuff on Facebook. Iengravestuff.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, any in social, any socials you type I engrave stuff into, he should pull up. So even
3: those new social medias like Pivot, <laughs> I don't think Pivot has ever gotten an. Actual shout out, but I'm wearing their shirt. I don't think I've even heard of Pivot. Excellent! It's a brand new social media site started by a close friend of mine. I oh, don't know why. His name's Josh Jackson. I Great guy. Shout out, Josh. All right, Josh. yeah. Maybe we'll have to go pivot. check that out. Yeah, yeah it's a All free right. app pivot. now on the App Store and the Play cool. Store. It's called Pivot, P-Y-V-O-T-T. You can pivot away from those old, boring social media sites to the one <laughs> that'll finally be good <laughs> enough to just be a good social media. Like, don't you guys, aren't you guys getting a little tired of the social media? Oh,
2: yeah, definitely. You, you have know. no idea. Yeah. and You have no idea. And especially with becoming Facebook becoming fun. meta and all that stuff. And I still don't even fully understand that one. Yeah, you yeah.
3: can't run from your genocides, Facebook. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. We, we, you can bleep that later, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway. But, yeah. Facebook, don't take down our posts.
0: <laughs> Please.
3: Thank you very <laughs> much. <Love> you Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's get back to well, what we were doing.
0: Yeah. All well, right. thank you, I engrave stuff. Yeah, thank we you
3: guys. You. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to TP Music Talk. Let's thank get you, going. McKay.
4: All right.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Well, I guess without further ado, this is Viva La Gloria by Twenty First Century Breakdown.
0: All right. Let's check it out. No <laughs> baby Yoda for you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, it that was a good song man that's yeah. dope
2: but yeah so that's "Viva la gloria and um so um i looked it up here because i'm no one gonna butcher if i try to do it from memory but um so <laughs> back in so this k- album came out i think in 2008 2009 and yeah uh, you know and it surpassed american idiot which was a big deal because that album was huge oh uh, yeah yeah um so you know so surprisingly you know doing as well as it did, you know, they got all kinds of accolades and things like that. And, yeah. and, um, you know, the, you know, how Green Day came out with the musical called American idiot. Right. Most of the music is actually from this album.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Oh. Yeah. I mean, it still has music from American idiot, but most of it is from this album and the storyline is based off of this album as well. Interesting. So basically it's about, you know, a guy and his name is Christian. So whenever you hear, you know, the Christian on when any of the songs, he's it's kind of like, kind of like pointing at like Christians, you know, the in general. Uh, oh. But the character Christian, you know, he's a nihilist; he doesn't believe in anything. Uh, interesting. And, and then the other one is Gloria, and who is kind of this, you know, young, you know, naive little girl who's trying oh, yes. to hold on to hope. And okay. basically, um, what it's what Billy Joel Armstrong told this magazine says, it's like uh, about the about this song in particular. It's like the older you get, the more you you get detached from the naivete you had when you were growing up you know how do you keep that spark you know? and it says Gloria is one of two recurring characters that feature in 21st century breakdown while as the kamikaze nihilist Christian is the side of Armstrong that he tries to keep under wrap Gloria is fighting to hold on to her youthful idealism is a combination is of it the singer. nihilist or nihilist I'm very sorry to interrupt I think it's nihilist.
0: Yeah. Is it Not, nihilist oh sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry if, I, I just, if I
2: mispronounce that sorry no <laughs> no sorry to interrupt Yeah. give me 20 uh, now anyways it's a combination of him and uh, and his wife you know for that character. So. Yeah. But anyways, you know, so that song, it's about Gloria and, and her, you know, trying to you know, hold on, you know, to you know, her innocence.
1: Yeah. I had no idea that that was kind of like a concept, uh, <laughs> like had that concept in the record. I, is it a, like the entire record is a concept album? It's, it, it's, to be a- it's a
2: rock opera, just like American Idiot.
1: Wow. I had no idea. And, and I loved the, the line, you know, you talk about like naivety and, and as you're getting old, well, it, it says, don't lose your faith.
2: To your heart's uh, naivety. Yeah. yeah. To your
1: yeah, to is it to your heart's naivety? Yeah. On here it says to you lost naivety, but I think I just No, know no, to definitely. your heart's naivety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it says
2: bring us the season that we always will remember. No, I can hear it like a jilted crowd. I've heard listened to this song hundreds of times. I know all the lyrics back and forward, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know it's one that I've always felt was so underrated. I think it should have done better on the radio, but it didn't. I don't know if this song even charted at all
4: yeah Um, because
2: you know lots of other songs even just the album on itself reached number one on the billboard you know know, albums top 200 Um, and so but you know this one is just I think it's a lost gem you know and I just you know I love you know just the simplicity of the of The piano, and mm-hmm. then you get a little bit of the strings, mm-hmm. and then the, yeah. you hear the drums, you know, uh, on the <laughs> crash go, tsh, <laughs> tsh, and then you just yeah. get that classic Green good Day too. sound. Yeah, and I love, you know, the the vocals, the melodies, everything, you know, and just Changing it's one tempo I was great too. Yeah, you know, been, yeah. I, I could just listen to this song over and over again, it's one I never get tired of. So good. One, yeah. oh, sorry, good. No, after. you go after you,
1: man. Well, um, I just feel like American Idiot and and this album. It's, yeah, they are very much like sister albums. Um, they yeah. sound very similar. So I can see why, like, um, you know, that musical that you were talking about, it had a lot of tracks from this record. Um, and I just, I don't know, I wanted to just say that. It was
0: interesting to me. Yeah, and I think that the the, the lyrics, just the, the, the topic of the song is also really applicable today because I think that there's, uh, with with what everything that's going on, there's just a lot of nihilism that's prevalent in society, society. And so, I think that you know, there's that that question: How do you hold on to that spark of hope or faith or or optimism um, to you know, get no. past the the nihilism and
2: you know, in a world that's you know it seems so dark and that's crumbling beneath us? I mean, we hear all the time in the news and especially and. Even, you know, back in 2009 and even back in 2004 with American Idiot, you know, that's what the times seemed like. And right. they just seem to continue on in today. Yeah, yeah. So it keeps going. So
1: I, I, I like uh, how this has aged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to have that positive uh, aspect about it. Right. Um, you know, to keep trudging on and, you know, despite what the how the world may seem, you know.
0: Yeah. So that's awesome. That's great.
1: Man. Those were some good picks. I love those two songs from you guys. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, it was hard to choose. I mean, I have a whole (laughs) playlist on my phone of 13 songs that I feel are underrated. So it was hard to pick. Like, I didn't pick my song until literally uh, maybe 10 minutes before we started you know, setting everything up.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, Nick was telling me, like, as we were kind of getting ready for this today, uh, before we came over here, he's like, Ryan, I have not narrowed down to like five songs, but I have no idea which one to pick. <laughs> it's like, I hope I can pick by the time we record. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I, was, I was deciding between this and a song from a band called Sleep Token. And I feel like Sleep Token is an underrated band overall. Like, you know, pick any song from Sleep Token and it's just underrated. But yeah, so if we were going to do this again, I'd probably choose a Sleep Token song.
2: Yeah. yeah and I think it'd be cool to do another episode like this in the future and uh you know because you know we get to you know see all these songs you know and like I'm definitely going i mean like I knew um you know about you know internet killed the the the, the rock star, star. Yeah. you had shown that one to me and I'd listened to it a bunch of times uh, but um I had never heard that one by Lincoln Park, and so that's definitely gonna become a a part of my you know music repertoire just like you know how internet killed the rock star yeah. has become you know one of mine as well.
1: Well, and and same with you, man. Like, I had never heard this song, uh, Viva La Gloria. Same. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure I have. Like, I've listened to um, that album before in full, but I didn't remember this song, and it's been a long time. Like...
2: Oh yeah, it's easy for to to get lost in because there's so many, you know, great songs. I mean I think that at least uh two of their song their singles went number one on the rock charts and all yeah, that right. stuff. Wow. Which was uh, um Twenty One Guns And yeah, Twenty One Guns And Know sure. Your Enemy. Yeah. I don't know if East Jesus Nowhere made it or, or The Static Age um made it to number one, but those are other singles on the album as yeah. well. So I mean it's an album with four singles, so yeah.
1: It just makes me want to revisit and go listen to American Idiot and uh, 21st Century Breakdown all over yeah. again. Like, And uh, I'm definitely going to pay more attention to it because I feel like when I listened to Green Day back in the day, I, I mean, I've, I still listen to them now, but I listened to them a lot more when I was younger. I need to go back and re-listen to a lot of their songs and just see because uh, I'm sure they would mean more to me now than they did back then because I would actually understand a lot more. Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: I mean that's the great thing about Green Day because, you know, you know, when I first heard Green Day, you know, their songs are very heavily political, <laughs> whether it's about culture or politics or whatever. You know, Billy Joe Armstrong is a very opinionated person, and actually a lot of his um you know, political beliefs I, I, I don't agree with. But I love his music, and I love the messages, and I love his song, which is interesting because I don't agree with a lot of things that he stands for. Yeah, um, but um,
0: I think that's really important, though. Like, you don't let the the politics or the personal life or the opinions of an artist ruin that music for you. Yeah, 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 I think that's really important. You don't have to like cancel someone or stop listening to their music just because you disagree with their opinions behind the curtains.
2: Yeah, and that's especially prevalent today. I I, I see on the internet all the time. You know, people want to cancel you know artists or they want to cancel actors or politicians or whatever just because you know. Maybe it's something they said, you know, in a tweet back in like you know, early two thousands or whatever. that obviously doesn't re- represent what they yeah, what they yeah. believe
0: in today. You know? you know, people change. You know, they can evolve. Yeah. You know?
3: Load the cancel cannon, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or even just recent tweets. It's like you know, if if uh, any of my favorite artists that are like, like Bruce Springsteen, for instance. You know, if Bruce Springsteen came out with a tweet and he said something that i disagreed with it's like yeah whatever i'm i'm still gonna rock out to there's a darkness on the edge of town or, or for um, what it's worth or you know oh, just, wait, that's buffalo Springs. never mind but. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah you know i i think that uh, people just connect uh, opinions and political beliefs too much to art and i don't think that that's that's a good thing i think that you can connect to art despite any ideologies that the artist will have.
2: Yeah, and it's just it's interesting because some of the things that Billy Joel chooses to write about, you know, I can understand where he's coming from and I think his music, you know, dictates it better than you know spoken word can. Yeah. I was like, okay, well I can kind of see where he's coming from with that because you know, that part, of whatever he's talking about, you know, it's you know, I can see where he's coming from even if I don't agree with. And then and then there's just some songs you know, like you know, they're just fun to listen to. Like there was a, a song from the album after this uno dos tres, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was called, you know, kill the DJ, you know, oh <laughs> and he's ba- basically Billy Joe Armstrong. He's just ragging on pop music and how, and it's like, you know someone kill the DJ. Don't hold him underwater till he suffocates and drowns. So like, just say how he
0: hates
4: <laughs> pop music. and wow. all this <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, It's like
2: someone kill the DJ, you know, someone <laughs> shoot the DJ, you know, and, and like, I'm not oh, right. a big pop fan, um, <laughs> but every now and then I'll hear a pop song that I like. You know, yeah, I do have my guilty you know. pleasures, but for the most part, you know, you know I, I agree with with Billy Joel Armstrong, where pop, you know, has killed, you know, a lot of how rock how it works and all that stuff. So
0: but, the the only thing that I don't like about pop that it's been way too like commercialized. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's where
2: where Billy Joel Strong, yeah. Armstrong is coming from
0: because pop. Pop music in general, I mean, it, it's great. It's fine. It's just, as with everything, honestly, when it's the love of money and when it's business that takes the priority of everything to the point where you're simply writing a song to engineer it to be successful, yeah. I think that that highly impedes the, the emotion in the song. And that's what I really look for in a song is, is the emotion, the human connection. I want a real human moment with this song. And if I just feel like it's some sort of manufactured uh, synthetic <laughs> product. Sound like can be used on a
2: 30-second TikTok. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Then I'm just like, I don't know. You know, it, it all just sounds the same to me. Yeah. It's it's like, you know.
2: Like, it's catchy, but it, it doesn't grab you. It doesn't move
0: you. Right. So that, that's my thought of it.
2: However, um, a couple
1: of things I wanted to, like, you know, we talked about not being kind of biased towards uh, what the artist believes in. or But but when you do find an artist uh, that not only has incredible music, but also kind of shares the same views that you do and, this, you know, maybe the same views on politics or whatever, and, and you can really connect with that artist, um, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, it's entirely a good thing that you make that connection with an artist. But if you do, and... You really can relate with them. I can see how people really get caught up in a specific artist or a certain band or, you know, because they just uh, are so wholeheartedly invested in them and what they do and what they believe and they go on their Uh, tours and follow them around the world, like um, in a way, like, you know, when you get that big connection just all around with an artist, it can be an amazing thing. But I I agree. I don't think you should, um, you know, you shouldn't have to completely agree with what an artist believes in order to like them and listen to their music. You should be able to take a step back from that and just enjoy what they've released uh, and interpret it in your own way. Um, and then as far as pop, y- you know, it's funny because I talk to a lot of people who listen to music for to, to not get a connection from it, d- just to listen to it. And it sounds nice and it sounds happy. And and I think that's kind of who this uh, the, all this n- new era of pop is geared toward. And, okay, and I, th- yeah. I think you were kind of alluding to that, like, you know, they're designing them to be... To, to be a hit and yeah you know. i mean
2: they're, they're manufactured i mean like mm-hmm. there are tons of artists out there where they have huge writing teams just to make one song so for them just to, to pop out and, and you know dominate the charts rather yeah. than it's just coming from the actual artists themselves
0: yeah, yeah. well I'm, I'm, I'm dipping a little bit in in deep waters here i'm sure that you could bring this up in a later episode but i think that now, um, bringing up music and social media is now kind of the new way that music gets big these days. TikTok, especially. TikTok oh, yeah. TikTok's kind oh, of the, yeah. the new music discovery social media platform. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a TikTok or anything like that, but it, it seems like a lot of it is just lip syncing to <laughs> uh, two songs. And so, and they get popular and and then you'll hear a new song on the radio, and someone's like, oh, that's a TikTok song. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Like,
2: yeah, that is, because there's a lot of pop songs that I never would have heard of without TikToks.
0: So. Yeah. So it, it's kind of funny, though, to identify those songs as TikTok songs. So,
2: <laughs> Well, like, um, for example, for me, I mean... I never really knew an, a Billy Eilish song until I downloaded TikTok. You know, like okay. I never knew the song "I'm the Bad Guy." <laughs> <laughs> I never had heard her before until I downloaded. Yeah, it. yeah. Wait, do, no. do that one more time.
1: No. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the bad guy. Duh.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I yeah, um, and it's funny how uh, I, I feel like back in the day, you would listen to music. And then you would find it elsewhere, like in a movie or something, and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I've, I've heard that song. And now these days you go in and you watch a movie and you hear a song and then you hear it afterward. And you're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. that song from that movie. That's that song from that TikTok. You mm-hmm. see it on like socials or movies or, you know, other uh, forms of media before you actually uh, listen to
2: them on your phone or whatever. Yeah. I I mean like guardians of the galaxy is definitely that way. There's lots of, you know, classic seventies and eighties music that wasn't popular anymore. And then guardians of the galaxy definitely brought it back. Yeah. Yeah. And then kids who have never
1: heard it, you know, they hear it elsewhere and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's from that movie. And it's like, no, that's not from that movie. That's been around (laughs) for like 30, 40 years. Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh man.
1: Anyway. Um, that was kind of our reaction to those three songs. I wanted to turn it over to you guys and see if you wanted to do just a short segment of like music news. Do oh, any yeah, of us great. have anything that we've heard uh, in the music world that we would want to share that we think would be interesting for? Well, I, I
2: would be a broken record saying that three days. Grace is in the studio right now. They're planning nice. on releasing an album next year. That's great. So I'm super excited for that because if you listen to this podcast, you know, I love three days. Grace. Three days of grace, just like Ryan loves Lincoln Parks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm super excited for that. Even though people don't seem to be able to get over Adam's departure, even what it's been like five, six yeah. years later, and people, because I follow their socials, on, uh, and people always mention Adam in the comments section, and yeah, it's kind of annoying actually because he's doing great with Santa Sonia, yeah. and also a little bit to add to the news, um, the Santa Sonia page, which has been kind of dead on Facebook, has been kind of dead, and they just changed their profile image. And so it was like, it's kind <laughs> of Some like, like something happening there. So <laughs> I know Adam Gontier wants to get Santa Sonia out there because they've had a change in the lineup as well. Um, so that Rich Beto, the drummer, uh, for, formerly, uh, I don't know if he's still formerly or not, but he was part of finger 11. He's gone. And now they brought in the, the drummer from stained, um, mm-hmm. oh, to be nice. part of Santa Sonia. And then, um, and then Corey Lowry uh, of I the Empire, um, he actually left to go be the permanent basis for Seether
0: now. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, and, so, cool.
2: and so Adam Gontier brought his cousin, um, Kale Gontier, from Art of Dying to be their permanent bassist now. Interesting. So. Okay. So cool. many
1: talented bands. I, I just wanted to quickly say, I'm sorry I didn't mention that Three Days Grace was going to be possibly <laughs> dropping a new album in the last episode. Yeah, because I yeah. told
2: Ryan what he was going to do with this, like, mention Three Days Grace, that could be my little contribution to the episode. And and I never, yeah, Adam. I'm so
1: sorry. Ryan was like, <laughs> screw Nick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to- He's not part of the show.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> if he really wanted to say it, he'd be here. Yeah. Anyway.
2: <laughs> but sorry. yeah, so I'm excited to to see that new lineup because now, now the only two original members are um, of course, Adam Gontier and um Mike Mooshok of
0: Stained. Interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I like seeing change up of uh change of lineup because uh breaking Benjamin, for instance, when when yeah. they came back, like Ben Burnley had a whole new lineup for for Breaking Benjamin, and with their uh, debut album back from their hiatus, it, that that was all Ben Burnley, and you know it was it was good. It was classic Breaking Benjamin. It was awesome, but I really really love their new album, um, uh, Ember, Ember, I believe. Yeah, Ember, it's called. Ember is it's an, embers. It's because he involved the other members of the band in the writing process, and it's so good. It is such yeah. a great album. Oh,
2: and th- that album actually reached number one on the top. You know. Um, I mean, the rock charts. The, the rock, no, not just the rock charts. It reached number one on oh, just the albums. No way. Two hundred. So good. Which is yeah. so, so rare good. for rock. So I mean, that album did incredible.
0: So. Love, love that album. Um, let's see, my bit of music news. Oh, Limp Biscuit came back with their new album.
1: Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so crazy. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. Actually, just just the 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 first song from it. It's actually a banger, man. It's like I actually kinda like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I listened to the one that you shared with us, Ryan, and yeah, man, it was it was awesome. Like, like the
0: I love the the guitar production because it's yeah. it's very modern. It's very, very funky, very cool.
1: Well, yeah, um, shout out to Andre because I feel like the last time we talked about Limp Biscuit was when we had Andre, one of our listeners on. Um and he we brought him up and he's like, Yeah, I, I actually really like Limp Biscuit. And I was like, you know, man. I still jam to them.
4: I don't care what anyone <laughs> yeah. says. Like, I still will pull up a yeah. biscuit
1: every now and then and jam. And For real. Yeah, their new album. I was most surprised by Fred Durst's voice. Like, how can you still sound like, like I don't know, like a, a 25-year-old that's just super angsty and, and mad at the world when you're, I, what, is he like pushing 50? I, I don't know. I don't know uh, but his voice know. sounded really clean and crisp.
0: Have you seen his new image, though?
1: Yeah, he's got the whole dad uh he's got like the yeah, mustache man.
0: and Oh really? He has yeah. got like the boomer yacht owner look. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think he I think it's intentional. I and uh Totally. It's absolutely intentional. So yeah.
2: is Limp Bizkit's now Dad Rock then or <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? They just look like a
0: Dad Rock band when when you saw their their w- recent live videos. So, but yeah, they're still rocking. So good on them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I listened to the album and I think for for Limp Biscuit, and after a 10-year hiatus, it's a pretty strong album uh, for what it is, you know. And I, I don't mean that as like a slight either because I know there's a lot of huge fans of Limp Biscuit. It, it's not necessarily completely for me all the time, yeah. but they do have that new metal sound down to a science. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I, I think I've got another piece of music news here somewhere.
3: I got some, but I don't know if it's good or bad. Do you want a good news or a bad news?
0: Let's hear the good news.
3: <laughs> good news. We have the beautiful Mr. DJ Clockwork, also known as DJ. Well, it's not DJ. It's just R.L. Grime. He mm. released another Halloween mix. Cool. Ooh. This past holiday, which is named Halloween. All right. You All right. <laughs> you can He's have done have one, check one that for out. about 10 years now. Because this year he released Halloween 10. Yeah. But he did it a little differently this year. He had a live show mm-hmm. that he sold tickets to, and all he did was perform that mix. Yeah, which he's never done that before till now. Oh. So he sold tickets to like a mix release. Yeah, and sold that out, and then there was a live stream of that that you could buy tickets to. That's cool. And then let's say two days after, he just posts it for free. So. It's pretty cool to listen to. That's cool, yeah. He's got Neil deGrasse Tyson on it. (laughs) No way. He's got (laughs) T-Pain on it again. Oh, oh my gosh. He's got R.L. Stein doing another vocal part. Yeah. But he just gets a lot of big names, and he gets them on the track, and then he does a great job with the mix. And that's some good news for the music industry. He seems like one of the only people making a consistent mix to be released at a certain part of the year.
0: That's cool. I uh, yeah. love cons- consistency like yeah. that. That's and he's great.
3: at number ten, so mm-hmm. eleven next year. Like, where's it gonna go from here? I'm just like,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's gotta keep going. Can't? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, cool I guess you could end on a strong note, but yeah, why stop? Yeah, I yeah. wish
1: we had that kind of consistency. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll we'll work on that.
0: This isn't necessarily news because this album's been out for a little bit, but the new Spirit Box album, you guys have got to check that out. Spirit Box has become the new face of the future of metalcore. Well, not metalcore, just metal in general. Yeah. They've got an incredible front woman. Oh, I'm blinking on her name. Uh,
2: well, she is incredible. She is really... Will say well, I love her vocals. I mean, only uh, one song comes to mind, which is... um.
0: Constance.
2: Yeah, Constance Constance you know, I love that so song good. they show me like I listen to it all the time it's so I good. need to listen to more of their stuff but just when I do get around that's what comes up You know, Courtney LaPlante Courtney yeah that's yeah, right Courtney. I hope I said it so, last so in, good right,
0: but uh, the, the guitar is <laughs> super amazing he's actually married with Cor- uh to Courtney uh, so that's really cool you know husband and wife duo Skillet does the same thing <clears throat> with yeah, their singer like how cool yeah uh, that's really cool you're able to go on tour with your wife and or husband but, Yeah, such a freaking great album. Um, oh, so. maybe not. What was, what was <laughs> that, McKay? <laughs> Might be a little scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw,
1: I think it was like a TikTok or maybe it was a YouTube video with her, um, doing some, I think it was like fry vocals. Oh my gosh, she can scream like that's talent right there. Like, my gosh, yeah, I can't even. I don't even have words. I've just never heard a uh, female vocalists do so well at something mm-hmm. like that. You know, like
2: well, the thing is, she does it gracefully. Because I've heard other female artists try and scream and things like that, but they're never quiet. graceful. They're you know just shrill shrieks. But hers, you know, I don't know. There's a finesse to so it. So good, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say that the best female vocalist in metal is the the vocalist from Ginger. Oh, um yeah. I, I think that she definitely beats Courtney just by a bit. Yeah. But Courtney is definitely a close second. Like. Those two, by far, the best female uh, vocalists in in rock and metal. Honestly,
1: I mean, I would put Amy Lee up there. I, granted, I mean, I don't feel like she is. I, well, no, they they just dropped an album. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Year, they just did something. Yeah. They,
0: the, just to add to your music news. Yeah, yeah, Amy Lee, uh, <laughs> Amy <laughs> Lee of and uh, Evanescence. Evanescence.
1: Thank you. I almost blanked.
0: They they released a new album this year too.
1: Oh, and the singer Lacey Sturm of Flyleaf?
2: Oh yeah, uh, with with um Benjamin Burnley, you know, she mm-hmm. sang vocals mm-hmm. on on um, the Aurora album, which is the acoustics of all of some of Breaking Benjamin's, you know, greatest songs with yeah. one original. Yeah. Um but yeah, she joined them on Dear Agony, which Sounds is a incredible. very very personal song to Benjamin Burnley and apparently so it also has a very personal meaning um to her. I don't know what that is. Just um, Benjamin Burnley, he says, because um, they released the album online digitally, so you can, you know, how most physical CDs, you know, come with a little album book, and they t- talk about each song. Yeah. Um, for the one for Dear Agony, you know Benjamin Burnley t- says how when he sat down with Lacey, that, you know, she went with over with him, over his song, over his lyrics, what they meant to her personally, and why she wanted to do this song with him that's so
1: cool yeah. so it definitely had a deep connection with her yeah um, and
2: just their their performance is incredible I mean I, I want to use a better word but I don't know what word to use mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: well and then uh the the drummer in Skillet uh she's an amazing vocalist too like those five um I think are yeah like my my top five I would say
0: oh uh, wait uh did did we bring up Lizzie Hale already no, oh. we, haven't. no oh. we haven't. Lizzie yeah. Hale. Yeah, Lizzie you can't Hell forget Lizzie good. Hale. Yeah. yeah. I remember, you know, she's when great. i first, uh, heard that. Yeah. yeah, Lizzie Hale's awesome.
1: And and when I say top five, it's not in any particular yeah. order. Like, I, I, I didn't take And, and there's the, probably even more. Yeah. Like oh, oh yeah. Don't yeah, shred. So, so, okay. so
0: many. Yeah. Okay. Because um, Paramore. Well, yeah. The singer
2: for um, Within Temptation, she was featured on the last Synthesonia album on Sirens as well. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, Within Temptation. They, they were like a name, metal but, band, I think. forget her but,
2: um, but yes, yeah, uh, she's one of my sister's favorite, and so yeah. I showed her that song as soon as I heard it because it's amazing too. That's I just cool. wish I could remember her name. But. So many amazing
1: female vocalists out there.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: And I finally found my bit of music news that I was going to share. I mean, anybody would know, like, I don't know, this isn't huge and everybody probably already knows, but do you, do you guys know who is at the Super Bowl uh, this coming year? I don't. Okay. Well, a bit of hip hop news. The it, weekend. Uh, no, <laughs> no. But the weekend is amazing. <laughs> I would not be disappointed. It's Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. Eminem, Eminem, Eminem what? All you know. <laughs> I'm just super that excited. That is all the hip hop greats, huh? Yeah. yeah I some thought some they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! They have murdered each other so many times. <laughs> You'd think they'd, they'd murdered be done. The Mike, so many times. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. As as a hip hop fan, I am very excited, and uh, that's gonna be cool. Well, the, I like
2: that's a little bit of a change from what the Super Bowl halftime has been the last you know, how many years. There's always been pop.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's a big. I mean, uh, has there been a hip hop Super Bowl, I don't, I don't know. actually know.
2: Like I'm, I'm I making a big football fan to to know.
1: They've
3: all know. usually kind of just been like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. Uh, well, Maroon Five Adam. was was
0: oh. in a couple years ago, and that was kind of a mediocre show from Adam Levine. Yeah, I mean. from what I could tell. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
1: And, well, Black Eyed Peas is what I was thinking of. I think. Oh uh, yeah. Considered hip hop, I maybe more pop than hip hop. I don't know. But
0: they're like a
2: mixture.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, anyway that was that was the bit of music news that I wanted to share um, yeah, just getting the music news learn
0: stuff I like that yeah that's great wow well, we've been at it for a few hours now
1: I know I feel like I've been here centuries <laughs> no <laughs> it's been 90
3: minutes <laughs> that's great oh so really how about we all just Only pick one hour more and song half? and that's go great. another round you know oh yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah my choice now, now. ready <laughs> 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 DMCA <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. Well, yeah, um I think with that we'll kind of just wrap up. It was a pleasure to be here, Joe. Thank you again for everything. Uh, and McKay, thank you, as always, for everything. Um, say, th-
3: say thanks to your respective cameras. Yes, yes. <laughs> thanks, guys. You, you thanks, camera. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you, thank all you all.
2: guys. But, yeah, before we you know we, we close <laughs> off, you know, just uh, know, tell us what you guys thought about this, if you're watching this, and uh, you know, let us know how we can improve what you liked and, Hopefully we'll do this more in the future, you know, if you guys thought this was a success. but <laughs> and,
1: and really, thank you to everyone who was involved. We're, we borrowed some cameras from people. John, uh, John Kassler, he's been on the show. He lent us uh, one of his cameras. Like, a lot of people and a lot of manpower and a lot of tech went into this. So just thank you.
0: Yeah, this has been fun.
1: Anyway, um, I think with that, we'll let you go. Uh, but we should share some lyrics uh, before we let you go.
2: All right, well, Joe, you're the guest here. Would you like to pick some lyrics real quick? Oh, no, put him lyrics. on the spot. Right, we didn't yeah. even tell him beforehand. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I all just good. figured, you no, know, he's the guest. No, so that's all oh, good. Yeah. No, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. In the meantime, Nick, what are you doing after the show? <laughs> Um, probably not, like you guys stick everything down. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be here all night, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we've still got some leftover pizza, uh, got plenty of water. Um, my wife is probably at home like, oh my gosh, why did I let him out of the house?
2: <laughs> well, my wife's hanging out with Joe's wife right now, so we're, we're kind of good, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, but no, actually, m- my wife is uh, fine with me being here. I'm sure she actually wants the break for me, so...
2: Um, but yeah. And then are you working this week? Um, yeah, I, well, I have the weekend off. I've actually had the last couple of weekends off, which is very unusual, but I do have a new boss and she's been really great with scheduling and all that stuff. Nice man. So, um, but this probably might be my last weekend for a while. So uh, oh, but if we can't get together and record some more episodes for our, our listeners and followers, then you know, we'll definitely try and get some more out there. If not, then you'll be hearing more from Lacey, but.
1: Yeah, we're actually recording an episode tomorrow. We were supposed to record it, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before, um, but we've just been terribly busy. But we are doing it tomorrow for sure, and we're going to talk about Billie Eilish and do some more music news. So fans of Billie Eilish and fans of uh, just random music news, come check it out. Um, and then, yeah, that's good to hear that work is going well. Uh, you're getting weekends off. I feel like you kind of have that seniority now. you know? Yeah, well,
2: I've been there... Um Five years starting in February, so I've been there for a while. <gasps> oh, Walgreens, Walgreens. I mean, I, I, I didn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> They're going to look you up. They're going to find no, you, No, I'm going to get fired. Please don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Nick is a very respectable dude. Um, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about Nick, but I'm a little biased. He's been my friend since, like, first grade.
2: Not sense like sense first grade, It's not like first grade. Yeah,
1: in fact, I can tell a little story about that. Should I tell our listeners how we became friends?
2: Well, Ryan, I don't remember that at all, so I don't believe you. (laughs) You
1: (laughs) I swear it happened. I swear. Um, I mean, because
2: the part I especially don't believe is who you say did it, so Forrest, (laughs) yeah, I don't believe you. I he he was a wimp, so So no, he was
1: tall, man. I mean, he was, I mean. Forest, if you're listening to this, sorry, you're not, you're not a, why would you call him? No. Um, well, because you said he beat me up. <laughs> no, all I, you weren't even expecting it, man. He punched you in the nose. Okay. I'm telling the story. I'm telling the story. And this
2: is all false because I have no recollection of this. All right. So in
1: first grade, I was not.
3: Supposedly. No. Wait, we got to hop in the time machine real quick.
2: All right. It's first grade. Suncrest Elementary. Grade.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm a little boy. No. Um,
2: it was first grade. Brian <laughs> was a little boy.
1: <laughs>
3: he got punched in the nuts by force. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: That's where it's going, right? <laughs> so in first grade, I, <laughs> I had a f- couple interactions with Nick, and I decided that I didn't like him. And I was a jerk. I was, I was a jerk little kid. Anyway, I decided that I didn't like Nick for some reason. And <laughs> wow, <laughs> there was uh, another kid in the class named Forrest, and at, in first grade, he was tall. Like he was tall for his age. He was he was a big kid, although he, I, I'm sorry, Forrest, but he he ate some paper and cra- he was he was a one of those kids that ate paper and crayons. Oh, oh yeah, I think we all did for,
2: for that, and and <laughs> I won't mention other things, but yeah. yeah anyway. <laughs> um, Which is why I still don't believe it and I don't remember it either.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I, I would sometimes talk to him at recess. I would hang out with him. We were acquaintances and I was talking to him about how I just really didn't like Nick. And he's like, well, you want me to go over and punch him? And I was like, yeah, I want you to go over and punch him. And he goes over and he like Nick was sitting like on I can't even remember you were like outside the door of the school like you had just come out for a recess or something and he went over and he decked you in the face like he punched you in the
2: nose. And I have no recollection of this incident. <laughs> and I don't think he told you
1: that I told him to punch you and I, I don't think he said anything to you. I think he just ran off. But I remember we came back to class after, and you had been given like a bunch of tissues from the teacher um, to hold against your nose because it was bleeding.
2: I think I would remember something like this, right? (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) but I don't. Uh...
1: Anyway, I went over and started talking to you with your bloody nose, and I don't know what I don't know if I fessed up to it. I don't know what I can't remember. Maybe this was all a dream. I don't know. I think
2: it is a dream because <laughs> I don't remember any of this. I remember, you know, asking you to play Pokemon at recess and that's how we became friends.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> I have this recollection of us just starting to talk uh, in Mrs. Mehmet's class and we just hit it off and just have been friends ever since. We kind of bonded over Pokemon and yeah. uh, talking with uh, Jesse playing kickball. Yeah, uh, I miss that kid. Yeah. Well, Shout out to Jesse, Sebastian. Uh, who else can I think of? I, uh, Trevor. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get off this subject and and get back to the podcast. And yeah. anyways,
2: people. I don't r- recall this incident at all. <laughs> so. And I swear it's real. <laughs> no, you decide. <laughs> There's no way of all people to go and deck me in the face. I just don't believe it. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Forrest had it in him. I mean, I just... I mean, first grade was a long time ago, but I think I would remember something like that.
1: I, I don't know, man.
2: I i remember one time in first word grade. It's my against yours. I, I remember... Uh, no, um, because no, sometimes... no. We would play this crazy game of soccer with, with tons and tons of like, you know, kickballs, soccer balls, footballs, you know, any kind of ball. And we would just kick them everywhere. And I remember this, there was this um, kickball that was like half a, it still had a little bit, bit of air. And I remember it was just a, a yellow kickball. I remember landing in my face and I remember getting a bloody nose from that oh, and yeah, going gosh. to Miss Mammoth's class and holding up tissues. But I don't remember <laughs> being decked in the nose. That's the only time I ever remember having. Oh bloody nose like that! Oh my gosh! Yeah.
1: Well, whatever happened, I'm glad that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: it didn't Can
0: happen. We could right? start a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, we, we
3: should.
1: We should. No.
0: I'm glad I told Force to punch Nick.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Nick's like, I'm glad that that kickball hit me in the face.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. But <laughs> I just remember that one very, very vividly. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh, that's funny, man.
1: Anyway, there's the story of how, we don't even know how we, we met. <laughs> well,
2: like I said, Miss Mammoth's class. I asked you to play Pokemon with me. You said yes. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah, you, you
0: know, know what I think, it was guys? That simple. I no. think you guys met um, with an alien encounter. Ooh. So there was an alien encounter. Oh. The Men in Black came. And when they, they flashed <laughs> you both, and two different guys, no. two, di- <laughs> two different guys gave you the stories. The one guy told Nick that it was a kickball to the face. <laughs> one guy told Ryan that he told <laughs> Forrest. To w- Will Smith must have been the, the one the that face. told me the story. <laughs> uh, that's Dude. what I think. So aliens. That's how you guys met. Aliens. Well, I got some lyrics for you guys. So right. thank yeah. you. This is from. Oh,
2: now we're off that tangent. Let's get back <laughs> yeah. to, to business. Uh,
0: from Breaking Benjamin, uh, from that latest album that I was telling you guys. This is a song called The Close Your Eyes." I'll uh, do the, the just the first verse and first chorus. So it says, "Let forever take me in." Now I know that I'm alive. Give me something to forgive as the wicked come to life. Show me where it all begins as I watch the world divide. Hope will guide you to the end and there will be no last goodbye. For all who live and die, leave it all behind. Take away the dark inside and lead me to the light. All will fade before your eyes as we turn the tide. I will bring the dream to life. Hold on, just hold on. I will keep you here inside. Just close your eyes. I love those lyrics and I love the song. Um, it's it's kind of one of those pump up songs that that I listen to when I'm needing to feel inspired, when I'm I'm kind of feeling out of low and I need to feel like to to feel some energy to keep going on. And those lyrics, I will bring the dream to life. Hold on, just hold on. Like yeah, to me, that's just so inspiring. I love the song so much. That's awesome, so,
1: man. I think that's a perfect note to end on. Brought us back down to reality. Yeah, Yeah. reality, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm not finished. (laughs) No, um, we we should definitely be finished. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
4: Peace out. Cool.